The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now. Let us roll. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, and fire blasters. Okay. You'll, you'll see where I'm going with I'm this when we get this. to the news. I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm Pedro Rafael Rosado. On this week's show, we catch up on the headlines, and I have a hopefully helpful hint about drawing apps for tablets. Nice. I love now, this. In case you know you get tired of doodling on the cocktail napkin. Oh, because, so you, uh, you know, the, the, the princessin is on my case about one of those Apple pens, but we'll talk. Yeah, yeah yes, the, the Hundred dollar white uh-huh, stick. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we'll we'll get to that uh, in general. Uh, ha- have you been watching The Mandalorian? Oh, you better believe I've been watching The Mandalorian. Disney Plus. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. Disney Plus is worth twice what we're paying for it. I'm sorry I'm saying this because you know that I'm. You're going to give them ideas. Yeah, right? I'm going to give them ideas, and plus, you know, it's I, I'm being very careful with my money, or trying to at least. But listen. This is the only service so far that I'm comfortable with letting my kids watch with very minimal supervision, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, plus, it has all the good things. Well, it's got all the good things, but it's got all the good things that the entire family likes. This is the beauty of it. It's like I don't, I don't think I've ever been in a nirvana like this before. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Kaiser, she's got all the old Disney stuff. So I don't know if I've told you, but she used to collect all the Disney VHS tapes. In fact, we have a storage bin filled with old Disney VHS. Oh, and they put them out for two months and yes, then take them off the market for and they for say, yeah, they're, they're going to be off the market, get them now, they're all tweaked and this, that, and the other thing. She started doing it with the DVDs, but now they were all there. She's got them all there. Well, not all of them. They're easier still, to they, store, too. Yes, exactly. Much easier to store. She loves it. My kids, Star Wars, Pixar. Marvel. Marvel. Mm-hmm. They're all over it. They're all over it. And me, I love all that stuff. Yes. Yeah, Although, so, you know what? Disney movies kind of scare me a little bit, but that's well, a totally the different story. paranoid dies, so I can see that. Could yeah. Give you some Always pause, dies. But... That's right. Yeah. Always. But it's the first service where all of us can agree on what to watch. All right. Well, that, Literally, that's got to be all of us. unifying. And did you have any trouble on the initial day when I guess there was oh, yeah. some login Absolutely. and some it, I stuff. just had like a circle thing that just kept going forever and Yeah, because everyone and was trying to get to the Mandalorian. Yeah. And, and there's been like 27 updates in a row. Mm-hmm. Like they keep updating the app and it's yeah. like, oh, come on, guys. Yeah, they're just trying to catch up with the demand. Apparently they're just trying to catch up. I'm legitimately considering getting rid of some services that I don't see myself using. Well, if you're watching Disney all the time. Well, DC Universe is on the bubble right now. DC Universe is seriously on the bubble. Wow. I got to tell you. you Amazon Prime, mm, the fact that I pay for it, you know, built in. Yeah. But if there's a way. Yeah. I mean, I literally don't watch anything on Amazon Prime. Yeah. And if you're- and you're putting the money, and and if your time is going to to Disney and other exactly. services too, you might exactly. As well, yeah. So that's actually what I'm going to be doing this weekend. I'm going to be going through all my credit card statements because I've lost track of all the stuff that I've subscribed to. Yeah, on it's, a monthly well, it's so basis. easy. Click yes, I'll sign. Yes, up. exactly. I'm going to go through all that stuff, and I'm just going to start chopping stuff away. If I haven't used it in three months, psh, that's you're like gone. a wardrobe approach. If I haven't worn it exactly in six right, months, boom. That's a perfect yeah. way of describing it. Perfect. But by the way, spoiler alert. If you if you don't want the Mandalorian spoiled, if you haven't watched it, stop listening now. Skip ahead about five minutes or three minutes. 
Three minutes. Give me three minutes. Mm -hmm. I'll spoil the stuff here. Have you watched it? Oh, yes. That adorable character. Baby Yoda! <laughs> oh, my God! Baby he Yoda! He set the, Yoda, the internet on fire. Like, Major League Baseball did a post about Baby Yoda. It is, like, the cutest thing I have ever seen in and my it's life. it's really good CGI or po- oh whatever God, he is. Like, yes. when he was sleeping and you saw his little nostrils. It was just amazing. Amazing. That alone was worth the price of admission because, again... You're watching a Western, right? Yeah. Because the show's a Western. And it's There's e- no well, way it's even got that that kind of Sergio Leone yes. soundtrack in yes. the back where it's absolutely and very dusty, and and then boom, total the West. Tease, you know the the reveal at the end of the first episode. Let me tell you, my family, even, all of us went berserk. Did everyone do that high pitched squeal? We were like, oh, that, that, my daughter is like, she's like, oh my god, oh mm, my god, breaking she's, the glass. Oh, yeah. please, it was insane. It was we. Freaked out. We're all Star Wars geeks, so yeah. You know, of so, course we're so all and be. you got questions because this is set five years after the Return of the Jedi. Exactly, yeah. huh? You know what's mm-hmm. going on here? There's yeah. some stories. Mm-hmm. There's some stories need answering there. Yeah, Yoda and Yaddle. What'd you get up yeah. to? The Jedi Council there. Yeah, exactly. Fifty years ago. Mm-hmm. All right. Three minutes back. All right. So I don't know. It was probably less than three minutes. Yeah, yeah. I have but, no but, idea. But, you know, but we, we got it out of our system. Spoiler free from now on. Yeah. So we'll, should we move on to some tech news? Yes, please. Uh, yes, l- yes, little please. bits, uh, pieces here and there. Now, uh, Google, uh, remember we talked about them a few weeks ago, uh, looking at their ad policies, trying to figure this, out this whole is this politics thing. Alphabet or Google? It's probably Alphabet overall, but go. it's uh, everyone's saying, you know, is this Google on it's YouTube? Google. Uh, but Have you ever actually used the name Alphabet when talking about the company that owns Google? I think only it's, it's in Google. a couple of like the really weird projects. Yeah. But yeah, Google is still going to be it's Google, Google forever. But uh, they're going to go ahead and put uh, new rules into place for political advertisers. Yes, you, didn't we mention this? Uh, uh, yeah, well, they were now. talking about it, and uh. now they've made some decisions. Under the new policy, advertisers in the United States and overseas can target their ads only down to the postal code level uh, in Google search yeah. and YouTube. Yeah, but hold on a second. I've used this joke before for the United Kingdom, but I think we can use it now. How united are these states? That's true, and they're having, yeah, yeah that's, You know what I'm saying? You know, it's... Yeah. Some have said we're in a cultural civil war. Yes, yes, indeed. I'm uh, sorry. I won't interrupt anyway, you again. Okay. So, but, you know, feel free, you know, because, yeah, you know, please. it adds nuance to the discussion. <laughs> so advertisers can't go farther down to the postal code. You know how, like, some buildings even yeah. have their yeah. own little four digits or whatever. Yes, so. Indeed. So uh, they're sort of reeling people that, so you can't do the super, super laser micro-targeting. So they've got a huge announcement on the keyword blog, which we'll link to, where they go into the details of this and, you know, whether or not they can really, you know, like look at your previous voting records, which I think they can't now. But Google also said it would ban, quote, making demonstrably false claims that could significantly undermine participation or trust in an electoral or democratic process, end quote. And this includes ads that seek to mislead people about voting. However, I think... I think they're still going to allow politicians to get away with, you know, lying basically mm. or incredibly stretching the truth. So they, they went to certain levels where I think they're trying to get away from some of the Cambridge Analytica style yeah, yeah. Uh, targeting. But they're still going to, you know, let the, the campaign stuff as long as I think from the politician. But see, that speaks volumes, though. What they're saying is nobody believes a politician anyway. Yeah. I mean, and I'm not even joking. That's yeah. not a joke. It's lies. It's all lies, lies. All lies. They're saying whatever they need to say to get your vote. So that speaks volumes yeah. to me. But the fact that Alphabet is doing this, they're putting their money where their mouth is because they are legitimately going to lose some money here. Yeah. And, and these are, uh, you know, when because people see ads when they do Google search Correct. and when they look on YouTube. and. Yeah. 
And so they are, they're doing some restrictions. It's not an all-out ban on public no. advertising, but uh, still, still keeping it out there, un- unlike other companies. Unlike some companies that shall remain nameless. Yes. Um, now, uh, while we're on the topic of Google, if you like the way Google Assistant rounds up web stories that may be of interest to you based on your preferences, uh, you may be interested to learn that the Big G has updated its assistant to wrangle audio news as well. Really? Interesting. The assistant software analyzes uh, what's being said within a given audio file. So when you say, hey, Google, play me the news on your uh, you know assistant equipped smartphone or speaker or whatever you've got that, that runs Google Assistant uh, you get this thing called your news update and so it'll mix up the top news stories at the moment but also short news stories based on your interest location user history preferences and other info Google collects about you so creepy but helpful once again hey Google play pop tech jam let's see if that's all the Google speakers uh yes exactly. spun it up yes so they're doing that. I guess they can analyze uh, the audio based on what's in there and the, and the file names. Yeah, there's a big push to make audio searchable now, podcasts specifically. So Yeah. Uh, Spotify is also getting personal this time with podcast recommendations. No. Uh, the service is launching Your Daily Podcasts, uh, which allows users to discover new shows while keeping up with their existing favorites. And I think it's doing it sort of like the Netflix recommendation, yeah. like if you watch two or three episodes of something, it's like, if you watch that, you might like this. So Spotify yeah. trying to, to keep people uh, keep on streaming there. We're on Spotify. Ooh, that's yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. We're, we're we're kind of around all yeah, over the place, aren't we? All over the place. We worm our way into things. You know, we we, we like to see things. Yeah. Now Amazon uh, recently announced a new product called the Fire TV Blaster, uh, <laughs> which disappointingly does not look like a blaster, nor does it shoot fire. See, now I I was really intrigued. Yeah, I well when I saw that headline too, I was like, ooh, Fire Blaster. Uh, no, it's it, well, it's playing on their Fire TV, the Fuego, as you call it. Uh, Fuego device, but it's basically a $35 black box with infrared powers. You can pair it with your Amazon Echo and your other Fire TV devices, you know, the stick, the Fire TV box, whatever you have. But and I can't shoot anything. I just want to be you clear You can't shoot this. anything, okay. but in return, you can have voice control over the TV cable box or the soundbar connected to your TV. I have the power! Yeah, so once it's all hooked up, you can just say stuff like, Alexa, Tune to HBO on cable or, you know, whatever you want to watch on whatever service. Or you can tell the blaster just to turn off the TV because you're going to go read quietly. So it's like an infrared blaster. Yeah, it's an infrared blaster yeah, yeah, yeah. and with the voice control yeah. aspect. So. Of course, my, my Alexas are all tuned to computer. Yes, which computer. as they should be. As they should be, right. Exactly. Yeah, so so this the, this is the $35 little box will give, give people the power to... To uh, do the voice thing. Nice. Nice. I'm all over it. I'm getting it. Yes. Also in Amazon News, a company representative told Senator Edward J. Markey, Democrat in Massachusetts, that law enforcement officers who download videos captured by the uh, Ring doorbell camera uh, thing that Amazon puts out, those uh, law enforcement agencies can keep that footage forever and share it with whomever they'd like without providing evidence of a crime. Now, as we've discussed before on previous episodes, more than I think it's up to 600 600, uh, police forces now... Uh, around the country have partnered with Amazon's Ring Network, uh, which allows them to request and download video recorded by those motion-detecting internet-connected cameras that people stick uh, outside their homes. Yeah. People have solved crimes. I know there's been some kidnappings that were recorded uh, from, from Rings, and you know, along with Porch Pirates, you know, there's actually Porch seen traffic accidents and stuff and, and being able to have video footage of that. However, some lawmakers and privacy advocates say the system could lead to uh, more widespread police surveillance and all that comes with it, racial profiling, all of that sort of stuff. Yeah. 
footage that's just up I, there forever. This is just so obvious. Of course, that's what's going to happen, folks. That's exactly what's going to happen. Big Brother is watching you. Yeah. It is definitely. They, the Big Brother's definitely watching. I'm sorry, yeah. folks. I'm going to take a bunch of those cameras and just tape them on my body. Uh-huh. I'm just going to have them on me all the time. And just walk around just streaming walk things. walk around streaming things all the time. And then giving it to the cops. Mm-hmm. So you walk through Times Square. Yeah, basically. Keep them busy for a while. Exactly. Uh, also, kind of on a similar note and in privacy concerns, Uber is testing new ways to keep its passengers safe from its drivers and vice versa. Yes, by putting more cameras yes. in the car. Yes, in Texas. Uh, certain passengers have had their rides recorded on video. The, the goal here is to collect data about what happens inside the car during the trip and have it on hand in case a dispute develops between the rider and the driver or if there's a safety incident. Both the driver and Uber management can see the clips if there is a incident, although the passenger faces, I guess, are blurred because the drivers can request the footage themselves. And in that case, Uber will blur the passengers' faces. The stuff that Uber has, though, on, on the back end is unblurred. So they've, they've got the undoctored video. They're, they're testing this. Uh, they're also testing audio recording of the trip, uh, which can be initiated by either the passenger or the driver on demand. And uh, of course, Uber is going to keep those. And so we have privacy concerns once again. Give it six months, maybe even just a month. And 4chan and 8chan are going to have this on some board on that service. Really? Just like the 10 Guaranteed. worst Uber rides? Guarantee. Guarantee. It'll be a, it'll be a reality TV show. They'll be, it'll be on TV. Guarantee. Yeah. It, it, it's only a matter of time. Well, of course. The Chinese company Huawei is starting to maybe edge off the U.S. government blacklist just a little bit as some semiconductor companies and other tech firms have been granted permission uh, by the American government to uh, restart their sales to Huawei uh, for part, parts and components there. Uh, this is in the midst of the U.S.-China trade war, which is uh, dragging on to, what, it's second or third year? I've yeah, kind of lost track. Pretty much. Uh, but China has said that relief uh, for Huawei is essential if it's going to agree to any trade deal with the U.S. And so the fact that we're seeing a little bit of, of tolerance for Huawei here, maybe they're trying to... to Get something signed. Yeah, we're caving. I mean, yes. I'm sorry, we're negotiating. Yes, we're 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 working. Yes. Yeah. So um so that's happening. Quick note of Apple News: They are holding a rare end of year event here in New York City. What? Yeah, the company sent out an invitation for a December second gathering, possibly related to the App Store and maybe some games. It, the The invitation had a gold App Store icon. Mm. So one might expect that it's related to the App Store. Interesting. Yeah, or it was maybe it's supposed to look like a holiday ornament. I don't know. But, I don't know. But uh, December the 2nd, something coming from Apple. I don't, don't think it's going to be new hardware or anything it's because of the App Store icon. I know we've talked about this before, but I went on Apple's website to look at iPads. Yes. Because I'm looking at uh, uh, replacing some iPads. I was actually shocked by how I didn't have sticker shock. Really? Does that make sense? They've just become more affordable? They seem to be more affordable. It seems to me like, you know, I was expecting like, oh, man, this is going to be like, this is going to be painful. And it wasn't that bad. Yeah, well, I think you've, maybe you've just gotten the whole phone thing kind of beat maybe, into you. you know, and so by comparison, the tablets. It's an excellent point. Yeah, you because know, a new iPhone is what, like a minimum of 700 bucks now. Easily, yeah. And the entry level iPad is 329. Granted, it's just the Wi Fi only. That's and, what I'm saying, but that's all I need. I, yeah. don't, I don't get the, the 329. That's a darn good price. Yeah, no, it's, it's kind of becoming just a 
commodity appliance. Yes. Now. Yeah, actually, that's a very good point. So interesting. Yeah. I wonder what they've got in store for us. Then. We will find out. Mm. Now, uh, Honey, the browser add-on and mobile app that helps shoppers find great deals online. You've uh, seen that. I know yes. there's also been some privacy concerns because Honey wants to look at all of your web traffic. It really does. Honey has been snapped up by PayPal for $4 billion with a B dollars, uh, mostly in cash dollars. Wow. Yeah, Honey uh, currently has 17 million monthly active users, most of them uh, millennial of, of um, all genders. They're looking for deals. Yes, uh, they're using the service to track prices, get alerts, make lists, browse offers, and participate in sort of an Ebates-like reward program called Honey Gold, I yeah. guess, if you if you really buy into it. I just need to interrupt you for a second. This yes. is a message specifically directed at my daughter, the princess, and who's probably listening right now. I am not a boomer. Oh, you've been getting okay, Boomer. Yes, yes. You're Generation X, just like me. I am Gen X. Thank you, Gen X. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yes. Doesn't matter when I was born. Yeah, no, they're they 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 love that that uh, that slang. I'm sorry. Please continue. Yes. So, uh, so the, the millennials like the Honey Gold, and they like the Honey um, browser add-on. And yep. PayPal itself has a network of 24 million merchant partners, and so I think they're looking at this where they can have PayPal instead of being at the very end of the shopping process when you get to the checkout page and it's an opt-in there. Yeah. They can actually work with Honey up front to kind of steer people to certain things and oh, hey, this is a PayPal merchant, or mm-hmm. you get this deal here, and they're kind uh-huh. of. Getting along for the shopping ride much yeah, farther upstream yeah, than yeah, they used to. Yeah. So a bit big investment by PayPal there. Huge investment. Wow. Yes. Now, the Checkmark security research team uh, took a look at the apps that control popular Android smartphone cameras. Stop. This one's going to hurt. And right? found some security concerns. Yes. Wow. Okay. Sorry. I just got, I just got an Android phone. You got to uh, keep it updated. Oh. I mean, there, there is, you know, they, they, there are problems and they, they claim to fix them. But okay. the team looked at the Google camera and the Samsung camera apps and uh, found that uh, by manipulating specific actions and intents, um, an attacker could control the app to take photos and or record videos through a rogue application that needs no permissions to do so. So that could be embarrassing. It could be very embarrassing, yes. Um, but that's not all. In the testing, the researchers found certain attack scenarios enable malicious actors to circumvent various storage permission policies, giving them access to stored videos and photos as well, uh, plus GPS metadata uh, that's embedded there in the photos. Yeah. To figure out where the user was when they took that photo or video um, sort of thing. So, some creepy tracking things. However, patches for these vulnerabilities have been issued. Cool. Google, I think, was in on the loop uh, with their bug reporting. Nice. And uh, so, update your software. I think they this was discovered last summer, and, and it's now November, almost I, December. So I know it's not a foolproof system yeah. because we've talked about this before, but I only download the play-protected software. That's yeah. all I do. If it doesn't have... That thing, it's not going on my phone. Yeah. So safety first. Absolutely safety first. And finally. And finally. This was a uh, Washington Post story. uh, I think it was in their weekend section uh, not too long ago. But it had a rather intriguing headline. You Mm. know how everyone has to have these catchy, peppy, questiony headlines these days to get people to click on stuff. Amazon. Uh, Yes. Threat or menace. Yes, precisely. Uh, We've all become local TV news. But the um, the headline said, dead musicians are taking the stage again in hologram form. Is this the kind of encore we really want? And so I thought, well, I I should read this because it's got tech and it's got music. and Dead musicians. It's got ethical questions. (laughs) So I think I'm going to read this. And and it's a very long story, but this guy basically. Hold on, hold on. Holograms, threat or menace. (laughs) Yes. There we go. Yes, uh, you, you you are ready for Channel I 2. I am yeah. definitely ready. Yeah, so, so I said, well, I have to read this story now. And it's a very long piece where this guy uh, talks about 
seen some, and then he goes and he actually talks to people who do these holograms and the technology behind it, where sometimes yeah. it's an actor who sort of looks like the performer or they're melding old footage yeah, or yeah, yeah. digitally manipulated stuff. So, But, but they've been around uh, for a while yeah, in sure some have. form or another. And uh, it goes back and it talks to the people who did the two-pack at Coachella, yes, I think yes. in 2012, yeah. when they had a- That was one of the first ones, Yeah, yeah, it? when they had a two-pack Shakur hologram performing alongside real Snoop Dogg and Dr. Dre. Right. And and it's not like Star Trek-type holograms that we're used to. It's digital projections of older manufactured footage of deceased yeah. music stars projected onto screens as performances. Yeah. Um, that's basically how they're-, how they're defining it, but it's it's becoming very kind of widespread. The post writer spent time uh, talking to these companies. Hologram USA is one of them, and they have recreated other stars, uh, Frank Zappa and Roy Orbison, and I, I believe there was a failed 2016 Whitney Houston hologram that was canceled by her family's estate. Well, time out. Was there a big demand? I mean, God bless, you know, Frank Zappa. Well, he was Roy really Orbison. into tech in his real... Well, Roy Orbison had a following in the 50s. and Yeah, but yeah, that's what I'm saying. Roy and, Orbison? Yeah, yeah, maybe, you know, all the traveling Wilburys, you know, because two or three <laughs> of them are dead now. You know, maybe we can just hologram them in. <laughs> and Whitney Houston, they were actually going to try to do like a hologram tour. Yes, and they were going to reveal this on The Voice. Yeah. And then the family, I think, got the Wiggins and... and can you blame the project. Them? Can you seriously blame them? Yeah, but it, it kind of me thing is that, well, there are, like, you could do holograms of the Beatles and bring them back, but that wouldn't be the same. No, and so not. part of me, you know, the old Gen X person, you know, who... Gen X. Yes. You know, we, we like our music live and our musicians to be live as well. Yes. Uh, and that they actually can play their instruments. Yeah. 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 It's because, like, you want the nostalgia. You want to see this thing again, recapture this little piece of your youth. Yeah. And then you realize, though, that this is a manufactured projection or recreation here, and it's just kind of playing on those emotions of nostalgia and getting you to pay big money or whatever to, to see it on concert. So I was like, you know, I, I think I'm going to be an old fart and kind of, you know, I, I want my musicians live. Yeah. You know, maybe every once in a while, like you know, the duet of, of uh, Natalie King Cole and Nat King Cole, right. back when they were first starting to kind of play around with remastered footage and, and right. putting things together. That was sort of that interesting. That was special. Yeah. There was something special about that. It wasn't a craven attempt at at milking more cash out of a dead artist. Yes, when you have a hologram projection tour that's yes. going on and, and this is a musician and it's a concert tour of someone who's been dead for 20 years. I guarantee you there will be a Beatles reunion show once. Yeah, well, once all they all go and they can get yeah. them all. But, well, but, the, trill, the, the Trillberries, the Willberries are all dead, right? Uh, no, oh, no, Dylan's uh, still alive. Yeah, Dylan's still here, and I think Jeff Lynn is still Jeff Lynn, right. yeah, exactly. I forgot that he's But considered. yeah, Petty Orbison and George Harrison uh, have all shuffled off the mortal coil. Yes. Sadly. But but anyway, it was, it was a really in-depth story about it, and I found it because it just sort of is showing, you know, where the culture is kind of using technology, yeah, yeah. And, and and we're going to link to it on our show page yes, so anyone will. out there who's interested can, can read it for themselves, um, along with everything else that we talked about in this news section. You can find that at poptechjam.com. Up next, let's talk about drawn. Well, since we were doing Gen X nostalgia in the last segment, yes. remember, and hey, I remember the- Hold on a second. What? If we're Gen X, can we say, okay, boomer and okay, millennial? I think we can. If we're annoyed? Yeah, I think, well- I like know, that. Because we're sort of the middle, yes. like, everyone always forgets about us anyway. We're sitting here with our tea, just watching them fight it out. That's nice. I like yeah. that. 
Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, uh, yeah. So, so we'll just, you know, commentate from the bleachers. Nice. Um, but remember growing up, and I always saw these in, I believe it was the print version of TV Guide back when it was a little digest size and the pulpy Bible. paper. It's a Bible. Yeah. Re- remember the yeah. Can You Draw This ad with yes. Tippy the Turtle yes. and the Pirate and all Tippy that. Tippy the Turtle. You know, who's had something of Renaissance lately. Yes. Um, but I remember these things and. It got me thinking because this was a, a mail order art school. I think it was based in Minneapolis, Art School Instructions or something. They yeah. have gone out of business, I think, within the past year. How could they have? Uh, apparently, they a, gave a lot of degrees, but it was the, the, the whole uh, mail order commercial art degree thing. Yeah. I guess maybe the internet killed that too. But they um, they have moved on. But the whole, you know, can you draw thing and drawing manuals have been around forever. I mean, you know, yep. Tippy was sort of the 20th century a version of that. But drawing books have gone in 19th century and beyond because people kind of want to learn to sketch. And it's actually very relaxing, mm. even if you don't particularly have a, you know, Leonardo da Vinci talent, just sort of sketching, doodling. Yeah. It's a way that kind of unlocks your brain from stuff and you're, and you're kind of working through things on paper, whether you know it or not. And it's fun. It's fun. There are so many drawing apps now for tablets that if yeah. you... Don't want to invest in like pencils and paper and the whole art supply thing, or if you want to just make digital art from the get-go, tons of apps that will help you do it. Um, And uh, you knew I was working on a a piece about this for a very large metropolitan newspaper because I borrowed all of your uh, styluses. (laughs) My many styli. Yes, because uh, you had collected them. uh, Because in order to draw on a tablet, it it helps to have a pointy object. This is true. To put at the screen, uh, tons of them out there. Wire cutter looked at a bunch. They like the Apple Pencil quite oh, a come bit. On. My daughter wants one so bad. Yeah, and then you know everyone has like Microsoft to get a Surface Pen. Google's got its Pixelbook Pen. All of the manufacturers have their own basic hundred dollar variation of the custom stick. But if you if you want something cheap, you know the Adonant Mark is ten bucks. Yeah. So there's options out there. There are options, folks. Um. So and and we'll link to some of them. But basically, you get the stylus, and if you've got the tablet already, you just need an app. Sometimes you can sketch on your your notepad if you want to. But if you want something, I can sketch on my phone. Yeah, if you want something that's a dedicated art program, yes. Autodesk Sketchbook uh, is very nice. That's available for Android, iOS, and Windows 10 touchscreen devices. Wait a minute, Autodesk? Don't they make AutoCAD? Yeah, it's one of their products. This uh, Sketchbook, I believe, is a free app too. Free. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, so you can have that. Adobe, of course, always got a few horses in the race. Yeah. Adobe Photoshop <laughs> Sketch, Adobe <laughs> Illustrator Draw. That, that sound you heard was <laughs> JD sipping on some wet my whistle salsa. Yeah, because it's dry. You know when yeah, the heat comes on, it gets dry. dry. Yes. Um, so sorry about that, folks. Uh, <laughs> so Adobe Photoshop Sketch, Adobe Illustrator Draw. I like, the I like Sketch. Yeah. I like that Sketch app. Yeah, yeah, and then they're they're useful. Um, Procreate is a hugely That's a popular big one. one. Yeah. Every professional artist I know, especially yeah. in the comic book industry, is a big fan of it. It's five dollars for the iPhone, ten dollars for the iPad. An incredible value. Yep. Very well reviewed, and just tons of tools. Just the oh, yeah. brush menu alone is huge. Um, Windows has uh, Microsoft Paint 3D or Classic Paint, uh, which also has a nice library of 3D objects that you can manipulate nice. and, and use in your work. So oh, very, very, cool. very handy. So, so once you find the app, it's basically just doodle around and figure out, what you, you know, there's manuals. You can download Procreate actually has a free manual because it is a very complex program to use. But yeah. once you kind of learn your way around, then, then just draw. It's freestyle. 
if you need help in drawing, like you want to draw, but you feel very self-conscious because your stick people look even horrible. That was me. When I was a kid and I used to sketch like uh, comic book characters, I couldn't get the thighs right. Yeah. You know what I mean? With superheroes, you got to get the thigh. It's all about the thighs. Yeah, because they're always in tights. And yes, so they exactly. Good, but, but there are uh, apps that will give you drawing instruction as well. Cool. Shadow Draw is one of them. Um, a lot of these are free, but like you, you pay for in-app lessons as you sort of advance through the program. Right. But, but affordable. Shadow Draw is a good one. Uh, I believe they've even worked with veterans uh, who need rehabilitation or suffering from post-traumatic stress. Oh, that's nice. Or have mobility issues because cool. it basically gives you – it throws a uh, drawing on the screen and you, you trace it. But as you're doing it, you're learning the muscle memory and you're learning how shapes come together to become figures or whatever you're trying to draw. That's so, very cool. It's, so it's sort of like the uh, copying the master's approach. Yeah, you know, yeah, All yeah. the famous painters exactly. had. Yep. So it's sort of like that. Um, Sketch AR is a very inventive program. Got a huge amount of instructional aids in there. Free within app purchases. It's even got a thing that you can beam a holographic uh, reproduction of a photo onto a piece of paper. So, And then you draw it there by your tracing the hologram that's not even actually printed on the page. It's just through the screen of your phone. Can I put Tupac on there? You probably could. And oh, draw there you him. Go. Hey, there you go. Ho- holograms are in, man. There you go. But SketchAR also has a thing, too, where when you take a photo, it will convert that photo into sort of a blue blueprint-type outline, and then oh, you nice. just trace those lines, and again, you're learning the muscle memory and, and how, how to make shapes that look like other shapes. That's very cool. So very useful. Um, but yeah, just tons of stuff out there, and I looked at a bunch of these. I'll have a link to a piece that I did on this, but when I was testing, I found, you know, when you draw, you just kind of get lost in yourself, and yeah, yeah you're still looking at a screen, but you're using... Your hands, your drawing, like my handwriting has gone downhill since the typewriters oh, and please, the, yeah. the computer keyboards have come in and things. So it actually makes you use all the little muscles in your fingers and get your motor skills up again. So, wow. So, I'm, uh, I'm going to have to start doing I that. I mean, it's very, it's very relaxing. So I got to buy a pen, though. I hear there's a got, few you can get. I need a styli. I think you do. Well, you need more for your collection. <laughs> yes, I do. But I'll have a link to this story, uh, which in turn will have links to a lot of the programs we talked about here. And you can find these all at poptechjam.com. I guess it's time to go. Yes, we got to thank the bros. Thank you, bros. Thank you, bros. Builtbybros.com. If you think it, they will build it. Yes, and we are coming around the corner to Thanksgiving here in yes. North America. So we hope all of you uh, who celebrate that in one form or another uh, have an enjoyable holiday. Yes, we will not have a show next weekend, uh, next week, but we will have an episode after that. I think we're going to settle in, folks, on a like a maybe a bi-monthly schedule that seems to be working for us. Are you cool? with that uh, yeah JD. yeah yeah now we'll have you know twice the news yes twice the news i think that works and you know i i the thing is i i don't want to like fake people out by promising them an episode and then we can't do it so maybe we'll try that for yeah you. yeah if that works for you folks out there let us know yeah okay so until the next time when we're back with more and we will be yes we will i'm jd beersdorfer and i'm pedro rafael rosado okay i think there's a new episode of the mandalorian out oh, now man, yeah.